3: This is Seven News with Sally Bowery.
4: Good morning, a furious Victorian Premier has promised to get tough on anyone who has tested positive to coronavirus but is found to have left home. The state has recorded 627 new cases with eight more people losing their lives. Christy Mayer is in Melbourne. Good morning to you, Christy. Premier Andrews says one in four positive cases are not at home when the police or army come knocking. Good morning, Sally. Well, it's hard to
1: believe that uh, so many people are blatantly flouting the orders when uh, the rules are so clear. And now 100 of those cases have been referred to Victoria Police. The state has just recorded another 627 new cases of the virus and tragically another eight people have died bringing the state's death toll to 112. We now have more than 6,000 cases active cases of the virus here in Victoria and one of the saddest cases of those new cases to emerge overnight is uh, the admission of an ED doctor in his 30s to the ICU. Now we understand that the Premier and the PM have had crisis talks overnight about the possibility of introducing even tougher restrictions in Victoria along the lines of what New Zealand did. It could possibly include locking down more businesses and only leaving the essential businesses open, things like supermarkets and chemists and petrol stations, and that is because the biggest driver of the second wave is tr- transmission rather, at the workplace. Now No decision has been made there yet but the premier is very clear that people people need to be following the rules let's hear from him now
3: it is simply unacceptable for you to have this virus and not be at home if you're out doing other things uh, there may be a handful who are out getting some fresh air Uh, that does not explain these numbers
1: Some new restrictions, though, which will take effect. Uh, People in regional areas will no longer be allowed to have guests over. And from Monday, all Victorians will need to wear a mask in public. Sally?
4: Okay, thank you very much, Christy Mayer, with the latest there. A growing list of Sydney restaurants and cafes are closed for cleaning after contact with people who have tested positive to COVID-19. New South Wales recorded 21 new cases overnight. Chris Reason is in Sydney. Morning to you Chris. There are desperate measures underway to stop those clusters in Sydney from spreading.
3: Yeah, good morning to you, Sally. Well, we were coming to you from the Frank's Pizza Bar and camper down on busy Parramatta Road, just another one of the long line of businesses around Sydney that have been impacted by COVID through no fault of their own today in deep cleaning mode, trying to get back up and operational again. But, uh, yes, growing list there, as you say. Two weeks ago we were talking about just Casula, and now it has showered through Sydney. We're talking uh, Western Sydney, Inner West, Inner City, Southeast Sydney and also North Shore Sydney, The 21 new Cases specifically refer two to the funeral cluster, three to the Our Lady of Lebanon, two more for the Tyrock Weatherall Park, six at the Apollo Restaurant, Potts Point, two at Mounties Club in Mount Pritchard, two are invest- under investigation still, and two in hotel quarantine. Authorities though here, state government members saying they are still confident that they are on top of this. Others are saying we are right now on a knife edge. And Woolworths taking that uh, extraordinary step yesterday of deciding that they're going to encourage all their staff and customers to now wear masks. Let's take a listen to uh, uh, the, uh, the treasurer from this morning at a press conference, Dominic Perrottet.
0: And the tracking and tracing that's occurred here in our state has ensured that we've been able to open up our economy. Um, The reality is, um, in the absence of a vaccine, we have to have as much of the economy open as possible, living alongside this virus.
5: We want to strongly encourage our team to role model the wearing of masks. Uh, It is not mandatory. It's strongly encouraged. We simply need to get in uh, the rhythm of role modeling all aspects of being COVID safe.
3: There's uh, Brad Banducci, the CEO of Woolworths, there, and he says that those uh, those recommendations are applying atro- across their entire group, BWS. Dan Murphy's Big W, the ALH Hotel Group, also concerns this morning, Sally, uh, about a special exemption that was granted at the Auburn Mosque today to mark that uh, very significant holy day in the uh, Muslim calendar, uh, the the day the end of Eid. They're basically allowing a lifting of the restrictions. Currently, 100 people only allowed to gather in New South Wales. Uh, for this special religious service. They're allowing 400 people to gather. That has raised some criticisms in some quarters. Uh, The organisers, though, are assuring that they're taking all the uh, safety steps they can, uh, splitting the worshippers into, into four groups, making them sign in, wear masks and BYO mats. Sally.
4: Okay. thank you very much. Chris Rees in there in Sydney. Queensland has recorded just one new case of COVID-19 with thousands getting tested after two women brought the virus back from Melbourne. Tom Hartley is outside the QE2 hospital in Brisbane Morning, Tom. There was just one case of community transmission in Queensland overnight.
5: Yeah, good morning, Sally. Queensland health authorities have just concern, confirmed it was a 27-year-old man from Bellbird Park in Ipswich, which in his case has been directly connected to this developing southside cluster. It's understood he contracted it from a relative who dined in a South Brisbane restaurant last Thursday, where another unrelated carrier was also dining and unwittingly Transferred it. This really does appear to be a case of wrong place, wrong time. But unfortunately, this carrier's relative also works at a nearby aged care facility which has been locked down as contact tracing continues frantically here in southeast Queensland. There are a lot of angry and nervous residents on Brisbane's south side. In the past 24 hours there's been 9,076 tests at uh, dozens of pop-up clinics across Queensland and there really was a mad rush yesterday. Some people telling us they waited up to seven hours in queue, got to the front of the queue, were told the hospital's quota was full, full and sent home and told to try again tomorrow. Uh, The Health Minister Stephen Miles this morning conceding that that was totally unacceptable. Let's take a listen. In some cases that has has overwhelmed our fever clinics. We want to thank everybody who has got tested. We want to thank them for their patience. Apologise for the delays where they have occurred. We're also experiencing an increase in traffic at our borders. It's both on the roads and also at the airport with Greater Sydney almost declared another no-go zone, another Queensland hotspot. hotspot. So from 1am tomorrow, anyone from that region will be turned around at our border. And Sally, that also means that any Queenslanders who have travelled through Greater Sydney will also be told to go into hotel quarantine at their own expense.
4: Okay, thank you very much, Tom. A potential coronavirus vaccine being developed in Adelaide has cleared the first phase of human trials. The drug, dubbed COVAX-19, was found to be safe and generated an immune response. 40 volunteers were given a dose this month with no significant side effects. The second phase of testing is set to begin in September with up to 500 volunteers, including the elderly, children and cancer patients but a vaccine still could be a long it way off. it
3: could be three or four months away if, if there was sufficient financial resources to, to do a large trial and, and bring it to fruition. Uh, if we don't have the resources, then it's just going to take longer.
4: The federal government has asked Flinders University to apply for fast-tracked funding. We're being warned the nation's finances will take another hit as the coronavirus outbreak in Victoria worsens. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is live in Canberra for us this morning. Taylor, Treasury have been forced to revise their economic outlook.
6: Yeah, that's right, Sally. Speaking to a Senate committee, Treasury boss Stephen Kennedy warned the forecasts in last week's economic update were already out of date and they continue to change rapidly. The consistently high case numbers in Victoria threatened to see Melbourne's Stage 3 lockdown period extended beyond that six weeks, a move which could stall Australia's national economic recovery. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg adding the economic effect of the lockdown isn't just confined to Victoria.
1: And Victoria is a quarter of the national economy, so the impact is very significant economically. And the impact is even broader than uh, within the borders of Victoria; it's impacting on on business and consumer confidence.
6: Unemployment was predicted to peak at nine and a quarter percent in December, but there are now fears that that could rise further, potentially over ten percent. Okay, thanks for that, Taylor Aiken reporting for us there in Canberra.
4: NASA's latest and most ambitious hunt for life on Mars blasted off from Florida's Cape Canaveral today. The six-wheeled rover known as Perseverance is expected to reach the red planet early next year, tasked with searching for traces of Martian life.
0: Lift off on a mission to Mars unlike any other before it. The Perseverance of humanity launching the next generation of robotic explorers to the red planet. A $2.4 billion trek to search the corners of the red planet for proof of alien life. It's an amazing launch, very successful, uh, it went right on time. When Perseverance touches down in February, it's here in this three and a half billion year old former lake where the craft will spend two years. Drilling the crater for rock and soil samples to test specifically for micro-traces of past life. But even beyond that, we're going to a very specific location that we believe could have at one time hosted life. Equipped with 20 cameras, a lightweight radio-controlled drone and even microphones, the rover will beam the sights and sounds of Mars directly back to Earth for analysis. And we have good indication of Atlas-Centaur separation. The most technical Mars mission yet, even if NASA was forced to downplay early communication troubles, losing contact with the Atlas-5 rocket moments after launch. do I know there's maybe some folks in the media that would call it an issue, um, but really it's it's, uh, it's something that we've seen before um, with other Mars missions, as a matter of fact. The samples won't return to Earth for another three decades. For now at least, leaving open that burning question, are we really alone? In the United States, David Woywood, 7 News.
4: Police are trying to trace the last movements of a woman whose body was discovered in bushland in Sydney's south. Najma Carroll was found by a man walking his dog near Sandy Point Quarry in Menai on Wednesday. Police believe her killer or killers tried to conceal the crime by burning her body. Investigators want to hear from people who knew her. US President Donald Trump has floated the idea of postponing the 2020 presidential election, saying increased postal voting could lead to fraud and inaccurate results. Taking to Twitter, he suggested a delay to the November poll, a move that's drawn widespread criticism.
6: Well, the president has doubled down on calls to postpone the election, saying that mail-in voting during the pandemic won't be safe or reliable. Despite having no authority to change the date, Donald Trump tweeted this morning raising that very question, saying with universal mail-in voting, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the US. Delay the election until people can properly, securely and safely vote. In a briefing at the White House this afternoon, the president said he wants instant results on election night and mail-in ballots could be left exposed to foreign interference.
3: This is easy. You can forge ballots. This is much easier for foreign countries.
6: The president can't delay the election without the approval of Congress, where Democrats have control of the House. The suggestion drew sharp criticism from Trump's predecessor today, Barack Obama, with these scathing words while eulogizing civil rights leader, the late Congressman John Lewis. But even as we sit here, there are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting. The idea was shot down by members of the president's own party too, who said even in world wars, the civil war and depressions, Americans went to the ballot as planned, and the vote will go ahead on November 3rd. Donald Trump's political prospects have suffered a major blow in this health crisis. So, too, the American economy, which just suffered its worst three-month collapse on record.
4: A dramatic rescue has been caught on police body cam in America. Officers raced to a barn in Pennsylvania that was on fire. Their immediate job, to save a horse that was spooked by the flames. The animal needed a lot of encouragement before eventually being led to safety. Much the relief of its owner and the two police officers. It was fine.